A church along a heavily traveled parkway has a big sign and it uh, is able to scroll the messages that they put out there in lights. And because it's electronic, of course, they can change the messages rather often. And some of those messages are, are pretty amusing, such as, you know, never give the devil a ride because he will always want to drive. You know, I find that a little insulting because I always want to drive. And I... Or God answers knee mail. Or Walmart isn't the only saving place. So there was a priest who traveled this parkway always and, uh, you know, always reading the current messages. But after a while, some of the messages began to bother him. The sign would read, Are you looking for a spirit-filled church? Or, The spirit is here. You'll never be bored. Or, Worship without solemnity. Be able to clap your hands. Or my favorite, a church for people who don't like church. So the priest had some unease about these signs that were up there. He felt that the, that church was peddling entertainment, not religion. I think there's no doubt in the day and age that we live that to attract new members, churches will will try all kinds of gimmicks. Now this past Ash Wednesday, the evening news featured a church that was non-Catholic that offered drive-by ashes. Now, I will also point out that one of the churches down the street was doing the same thing. And all you had to do was pull to the curb and the minister would have you roll down your window and he'd say a prayer and then reach into the, the car and put ashes on the occupant's forehead. You know, I've been tempted to put a drive-through confessional here on the church. <laughs> and the sign out front will read, toot and tell or go to hell. <laughs> but I know where the bishop would put me if I did that, so we'll leave that for another day and age. But one of those folks who was getting ashes put on their head by the drive-by preacher commented, you know, he said, what was the original sin to that pastor? And of course, the original sin was the temptation of Adam and Eve with the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the serpent, as we know, said that eating the fruit would make them like God. Eating the fruit gave much more than mere knowledge. It gave them the power to decide what was good and what was evil. And all of us like that kind of godly power. You know, we like being the decision makers about what is right and what is wrong. And of course, what we decide can change almost daily in order to make life a little bit more to our liking. You know, if we think about a, an issue of our day, we think about the taking of a life of a child in the womb. 
You know, that was once thought by just about every single person who called themselves a Christian to be abhorrent. Life was considered sacred. But today, you know, today an unwanted pregnancy is just a health issue. Just a health issue. You know, something to be decided is right or wrong depending on the individual. And, and when we talk about it in that language, it hardly raises an eyebrow. With the ability to decide what is good and evil, we have the ability to decide whether or not God is worth our time. You know, receiving ashes was once a sacred ritual that, that caused us to stop and, and ponder, you know, to think about our lives. Where are we going wrong? What do we need to change? You know, people made the time for God. Employers used to give their employees, their Christian employees, uh, the day off, their holy days off. Schools would let out, uh, even the public schools at one time would, uh, you know, considered certain days to be holy and respected. And people on the holy days of obligation would come to church. And nothing happened on Sunday except worship and family. Heck, we even have football games on Sunday afternoon for our grade school kids. If I try to stop that, you'll see me smashed flat in the parking lot out there. You all know that. And now we have drive-by ashes. And we do, we really do look to be entertained in church. No disrespect, Andy, but you know, we look for toe-tapping music. Fabulous preaching. Believe me, Father James and I try. I know we don't always make it. And a feel-good. You know, it's about me kind of worship. But these are only peripheral. You know, what we are about, what we're supposed to be about is worshiping and glorifying God and finding unity in our God. That's the point of religion. That's the point of why God asks us, actually God commands us, to be here on Sunday, to worship him and to be united in him. And that's not the point that people are led to by so many other places. And I can name them. They're up and down and close by and far away. Or, you know, the evangelists that we might have a chance to watch on television. It, 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 it's about God, not about us. And why Pentecost? And why do we celebrate Pentecost? Because the role of the Spirit is not entertainment. The role of the Spirit is to focus us, to inspire us, to give us the grace to choose the mission of Jesus Christ over the personal missions of entertainment and, and religion light. 
The Holy Spirit gives us new power, power to, to once again choose the Lord's will over our own desires. And it's the mission of the Spirit to unify us in, in Jesus Christ. You know, Pentecost uses the images of creation to, to make the possibilities in Jesus Christ believable. The world was broken by the sin of Adam and Eve. And the Old Testament tells the story of the Tower of Babel to emphasize the sin of human pride, the sin of thinking of ourselves as God. And the arrogance in thinking ourselves powerful enough to build a tower that could reach God introduced then misunderstanding and division in the world that we live in. Power corrupts. And our human pursuit of God's power wrecked everything. Today we hear a story where once again the human beings speak with understanding. When the apostles again preached God and our humility before God, understanding then became a reality once again. You know, the world in the day of Jesus, when he walked this earth, had slid away from the Torah. You know, much as the world that we live in today, sliding away from our scriptures. And Jesus himself had pointed out how peripheral issues had distracted people from choosing God. And with Pentecost, the word of God was renewed. You know, the symbol of the Torah was a tongue of fire. And tongues of fire descended upon the disciples. Once again, God was God, and the, the power to serve him over ourselves was restored. How many, how many locked doors have we placed between God and ourselves? You know, for how many of those doors have we lost the keys? Jesus appeared despite locked doors. And the Holy Spirit gives us the power to open the locked doors of our heart. Jesus wishes to enter our locked room. We must not lose ourselves in a selfish desire to experience only a, a feel-good and easy religion and instead choose to follow God rather than to be 